You're listening to the Karen 10 Podcast, where we bring our alumni back inside Karen University in just 10 minutes. Our special guest today is Frank Cerrone, a 1989 alumnus of Karen, who is director and principal of Ravencrest Bible School and Retreat Center in Estes Park, Colorado. He earned a master's degree in Christian leadership from Denver Seminary, and you'll hear in our time here more about his work, of course, with Ravencrest. Frank is with us for the day, and he spoke in chapel this morning, and he joins us now. Frank, thanks for being here. Good. Thank you. It's good to be here. First of all, what did you talk with the students about today in chapel? We looked at the life of Moses um, with the perspective of where are we looking in life. And as Moses grew as a leader, he went through the process of a foolish heart, where we look to the right and we look to the left without looking to God. A fearful heart is someone that just looks within and not looking to God, that he grew to the place of having a faithful heart. And that is someone that in the midst of whatever situation that Christ becomes the Christ in the crisis, he's the savior in the situation. And as I shared with the students, knowing that Christmas break is coming up, uh, that as they face this time to understand that age is a matter of fact, but maturity is a choice Mm. in the choices we make every day. Mm. Yeah, I was going to ask, was there any particular reason that that particular um, talk or sermon was of interest to you, but was it the Christmas break coming up? you feel like preparing them for that? Yeah, and also at this point of the semester, I would feel that the students have taken a lot of notes, Mm -hmm. they've read a lot of books, they've taken a lot of exams, and really to personalize their faith, allowing Christ to really search each of our hearts and uh, to know our hearts and uh, really to lead us from that place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Well, it's good to have you back on campus here, and I wonder if uh, you've only been here for a few hours this morning, but are there any changes that you've observed, anything that's different from when you were here as a student, anything that has struck you? Um, you know, just looking at all of the different buildings and the what has taken place here. It's wonderful to see how the program has expanded in the university setting. Uh, The facilities look wonderful. (laughs) But I I did have to drive over at the Pendel Apartments (laughs) where I roomed in the A A apartment over there and it brought back some great memories. No more airplane though. No more airplane on the corner. Mm -hmm. But still, the train goes by Mm -hmm. and if you're running a little late, you can get stuck behind the train there across the tracks. And as a little tidbit aside, if anybody drives by, there is a gas station where the airplane used to be, but at the very top is a small airplane. Oh, really? So I think that's a little tribute to what used to be there in the airplane diner. Yes. It's a little fun alumni fact. So oh, I remember that. <laughs> um, I wonder uh, if you could take a little time to talk about uh, Ravencrest, what it is, and how long have you been there, and, and what your role is? I grew up in upstate New York, about two hours north of New York City in a small town called Rhinebeck, New York. I've been associated with uh, Torchbearers for 27 years now. And the ministry, Torchbearers International, was started by a man by the name of Ian Thomas, who was a major in the British forces during World War II. And um, at the end of the war, as Major was coming through burned out Germany, the Lord really put upon his heart a vision in reaching these German young people after the war, to give them a foundation in scripture and for them to truly understand their identity in Christ. And so the ministry began in the north of England, a place called Cape and Ray Hall, 1947. 
and uh, it has expanded around the world in which there are 25 locations scattered around the world that are known as torchbearer centers and um, I work at a place in Estes Park, Colorado called Ravencrest Chalet which is one of the 25 torchbearer centers. My wife and I just celebrated our 25th wedding anniversary and I've been on staff out there uh, for 27 years. We're in a beautiful location the entrance to the Rocky Mountain National Park. They're located in Estes Park. And what's your role there? Um, the responsibilities that I've had for the last six years, now I'm the director of the whole center. So I oversee um, the operation of the ministry. I oversee the direction of the ministry. And uh, it's a ministry I've been involved with, as I said, for 27 years. And it's wonderful to see how the Lord is really reaching um, the students and guests that come throughout the year from September through May. We have a short-term gap year Bible school. And then in the summertime, we have various summer retreats and conferences and some new programs that we'll be starting uh, this year. Mm. And so, do you teach as well? Yeah. So part of the responsibility of being director is giving direction to the ministry. Uh, but I also um, I, I thoroughly enjoy teaching and uh, throughout the year, I teach Old and New Testament survey um, in the Bible school. Yeah. Most of your students come from the United States, or are they from all around the world? Um, most of our students would be Americans and Canadians, mm -hmm. but we also uh, do get various students from Europe or different parts of um, Asia, mm -hmm. Australia, New Zealand. Right. Yeah. Great, great. Uh, back to Karen for a minute. I wonder if... Um, if there are any people, faculty or staff, that you remember from your time here as a student who really made a big impact on you. I, maybe some people listening to this might even recognize some of those names, but I'm wondering, are there those who um, really left an impression on you, and for what reason? Yeah, some of the faculty that really made an impact in my life, and I was just talking with some alumni this morning about, would be, uh, one would be Dr. Showers. Um, I just remember how thorough he was in his instruction and giving of notes, and I still have those notes from those doctrine mm. classes. Of course, Dr. Kaywood. Uh, Dr. Kaywood had a way of presenting the material, but in a very culturally relevant way. And uh, someone that I still keep in touch with uh, these days would be uh, Dr. McKinney. Mm. Um, he was someone that uh, really showed me not only Christ in the classroom, but just the way he lived life in a very disciplined but joyful way. Mm -hmm. He really expressed that mm -hmm. um, in my life. All right. So when you return to campus as Pendell, is that sort of the uh, kind of the seminal building for you when you think about your experience here? Are there other things on campus that are still present that um, brought back memories? Well, definitely driving over to the Pendell Apartments. Mm -hmm. uh, I drove by Pendell Pizza. Yeah, right. And that definitely brought back some mm -hmm. great memories of getting pizza late at night. Yeah. Uh, but in a lot of ways, just walking um, into the chapel brought back mm -hmm. a bunch of memories of different speakers that we had that not only um, gave us information, but really pointed us to Christ mm -hmm. and uh, really leading us in that true transformation comes from allowing Christ to live his life through us. And mm -hmm. so it really brought back a lot of memories. Um, I've got a lot of friends that I'm still in touch with that um, I went to college with and uh, still well connected with those right. folks. Right, great. I was wondering, generally as a Bible teacher, um, 
you're somebody who obviously values a close study of the scriptures. That's a part of your work, obviously. You're directing a program that, among other things, really capitalizes on that. Um, what do you see as being really the chief reason for having that as part of a university education or, at, uh, as, you, as you're doing, at Ravencrest, uh, even a one-year gap sort of thing? Well, I think being, uh, receiving a foundation in Scripture really gives a foundation for life. Um, you know, one of the things that we would believe at Ravencrest is that we might not be in the business of training individuals to be pastors or missionaries, in which some do go on and become pastors and missionaries, but when they're um, given a true foundation in Scripture and understanding their identity in Christ, some will go on and be pastors and missionaries, but many of our students go on and they be husbands and wives, mothers and fathers, teachers, doctors, lawyers, mm. nurses, whatever role in life mm -hmm. that it gives them an amazing foundation. As really our vision statement is engaging students to know Christ through the Word, through relationships with each other, and then in the outdoors, the beauty of the Rocky Mountains there in Estes Park, Colorado. All right, it's a great place to do that. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, good. Well, thank you, Frank, for being a Karen today and for talking with us here. And thank you, alumni, for listening. I encourage you, as always, to visit karen.edu slash media slash podcasts for links to past podcasts as well as other media content. And be sure to comment on those and let us know what you think of the podcast, our guests, and our content. Thanks for listening.